0: Hello, Duffy's tabbing. What the you, late? Meet Dee Douchy. you not mind you speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Hey, did you see me picturing a paper with Pierre, the talking dog? Well, what'd you think of it? The dog's collar looked cleaner than mine, huh? <laughs> Duffy, that statement is a little embarrassing. Well, it happens I wasn't wearing a collar.
1: <clears throat>
0: uh, how's business? Well, I told you we got a singing dog here. How would you expect it to be? Well, you're wrong. It's terrific. <clears throat> yeah, and a good class of trade, too, uh, Duffy. You know, the uptown crowd, the uh, Charlotte water set.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, the kind that order champagne by the maggot. <clears throat> Well, yeah, they can be senses. Like last night, the guy came in and ordered wine, served at room temperature. What'd I do? Just brought it to a barrel and served it to him. <laughs> uh, look, Duffy, you know, as long as we're getting this kind of trade, I was thinking maybe we ought to put a canopy out in front. Well, it'll make the place seem swanee. you know, and... <laughs> Instead of throwing the drunks in the gutter, we can lean them against the canopy, and it'll seem like they're waiting for a cab.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll
0: be great when it rains, too, you know, in case one of our higher-class customers dives for a butt. He won't find it so soggy.
2: <laughs>
0: well, look, Duffy, I'm working on a very big idea. I'll call you back, huh? Uh.
2: What's this big idea you're working on, Miss Archie?
0: Well, I didn't want to tell Duffy, but I'm uh, making arrangements for Pierre to sing and dog to co-star with me on our own radio program. Oh, that's nice.
2: Uh, what you gonna call it, John's other wolf? A <laughs> oh, dog on the radio. Why not? Victor
0: did it with a phonograph. <laughs> Look, how often do you get these crackpot ideas? No oftener than any other genius. Uh, yep, yeah, Eddie, uh, these things seem to hit me like lightning. Mm, this is a new one. Lightning strikes the bughouse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: a <are> genius.
1: <laughs> Don't
0: take such a doubting attitude, Thomas.
1: Uh, <laughs> just
0: analyze me, Eddie. I got talent... Imagination, sense of humor, uh, brains... Modesty. That too. <laughs> and the way I figure is, if Pierre de poodle can attract the dinner jacket crowd... Now, wait a minute.
2: That dog ain't attracting nothing but the straight jacket crowd. What do you mean? Well, well all week long, there's been people around you trying to sell you everything from a, a moose that whistles Yankee Doodle to an octopus that plays the bagpipes. I can't take it no more. Look over there in the corner. A guy with a bear with dancers.
0: A dancing bear? (laughs) You know, Eddie, I thought that was a customer. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so so did I until I tried to help him off with his fur coat. (laughs) Well, you better get rid of him, Eddie.
2: Oh, maybe you better get rid of him. That bear don't seem to like me.
0: Why do you say that?
2: Well, first he ate the 35-cent dinner, and then he ate the 55-cent dinner, and then he just sat there looking at me.
0: Well, Eddie, it's only a bear. Don't let him throw you.
2: I ain't getting there enough for him to even pick me up.
1: Mm. Excuse me. Hello? What's
0: that, lady? Yes, I'm the gentleman with the singing dog. You're a dancer, huh? You're training a parrot to take off your costume piece by piece?
1: Uh,
0: well, uh, what have you trained him to take off so far?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is that all? Well, look, when you get him completely trained, call me up again. <laughs> I think you're right, Eddie. We're starting to attract more freaks around here. Uh, oh, Ars.
1: Right. <laughs> oh, hiya,
0: Finnegan. Uh, where's Pierre de Poodle? Oh, he'll be around. He just had to stop by the post office. Oh, the post office, huh? What's he expecting, a litter from his girlfriend?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: uh, he just went down at a Phyllis' fountain pen. Oh, has he been doing a lot of writing
2: lately? Oh, yeah. Everybody's been pesting him for autographs. That's a lot of time, Arch. Uh, last night, for instance, it was 2 o'clock
0: in the morning before we got to bed. Wait a minute. You and a dog sleep together?
2: He don't mind, us.
1: <laughs>
0: of course,
2: it's... Uh, it is a little tough sleeping with somebody that
0: scratches you and rolls around all night. Well, can't you do anything to stop it? I'm trying. I promised Pierre I'd cut it out.
1: <laughs> Look, Finnegan,
0: are you sure that you ain't getting the rabies? What do you mean, not? Well, this ain't healthy. I think you're seeing too much of that dog. Dogs, oh, don't worry. I'm in perfect health. Here, feel me nose. <laughs> That's what I mean. You better call in a veterinarian. You're starting to pick up the dog's habits.
2: You think so, Arch? Maybe I got a split personality.
0: Well, be careful of it. You ain't got enough to split foot anybody.
1: <laughs> now, listen.
0: I want to talk to you about this, Pierre Finnegan. I'm uh, uh, thinking about putting him on the radio, you know. And I can see a big future for him. Radio, television. Uh, what's what Television, that's sort of a modern version of the old-fashioned keyhole. Uh, it's where people all over the country can see you as well as hear you. Oh, oh. <laughs> you mean I could go on television and people all over the country could see my face? Well, that's one of the things that's holding it up. <laughs> but in the meantime, we can make a fortune out of this mongrel milk You, <clears throat> you see, if we could kind of... Uh,
2: Hello, Glamour Boy.
0: I beg your pardon? Oh,
2: so, you got your picture in the paper, didn't you? I suppose now you think you're famous.
0: I have always been famous. It's just that I've been keeping it to myself. <laughs> and besides, if you think I'm famous now, wait till me and Pierre goes on the radio together.
2: Who bites who?
0: Nobody bites nobody.
2: You and Pierre on the radio. Who'd listen?
0: Plenty of people.
2: Only a bunch of jerks. But believe me, here's one that won't. (laughs) Miss
0: Duffy, we will be flattered if you don't listen. I know the kind of programs you go for. That stuff like, uh, Joyce Jitsu, Girl Wrestler. (coughs) Or Young Dr. Killjoy. If there ain't a tear a minute, you ain't happy.
2: Oh, what's the use of standing here talking to you? It's a waste of time. If you'll excuse me, I have an appointment at the beauty parlor.
0: You never give up, do you?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what
0: are they going to try this time? Oh, yes. Good. Hello? Uh, yes, madam, this is Archie. You heard that I was interested in animal acts? Uh, well, what have you got? A skunk that what? Well, they all do.
1: <laughs>
0: A skunk that imitates Hitler. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, madam, we're all booked up. Try Hobby Lobby. Hey, Eddie. Uh, yeah. Look, I gotta get out of here. Now, if anybody wants me, tell them I'm indisposed. Eddie, you know, I've been thinking about a sponsor for this radio program starring me and Pierre. You know who's the logical man to sponsor it?
1: Let's
0: see. Madman
1: Month? (laughs) No.
0: Duffy himself.
1: Well,
2: six or one.
0: Eddie. (laughs) A program like this would really build up Duffy's Tavern. Uh, Here, read this sample commercial I wrote. Yeah, let me
2: see. You say... Ladies and gentlemen, irregardless whether your radio is tuned in or not, listen to this. Are you tired of staying at home? Are you looking for a nice place to spend the evening out? Then come to Duffy's Tavern and spend the evening out.
0: Eddie, please, watch your infection.
1: Okay.
2: It says, uh, Duffin's Tavern is famous for its fine food and also its 35-cent blue plate. Uh, Excellent liquors can be had up until the legal closing hour, after which rum cake will be served from which the cake has been removed. <laughs>
0: See, that's a very strong selling point, Daddy. Uh-huh,
2: yeah. It's say. Free drinks will be served to all men in uniform, providing they are Civil War veterans.
1: <laughs>
2: Over 97. <laughs> hey, doctor, do a dog have to read all this?
0: Oh, no, I read that part. Uh, oh, Pierre just does the singing commercial.
2: Singing? Oh, this, this is worse than I thought. Uh, wh- wh- where is the singing commercial?
0: Right there on the bottom of the page. Try it, Eddie. Go ahead. Oh, no, Miss. Ah, oh. oh,
2: go ahead. Uh, the tail waggers will hate me for this. <laughs> Make is your home, and you'll never more roam. And the beer and the ale are a thrill. Where seldom is heard a discouraging word. And the food that we serve you is swill. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: Swill?
0: Well, it ain't true, Eddie, but this is poetry, and I was stuck for a word to rhyme.
2: <laughs> well, you got
0: one that made more truth than poetry.
2: <laughs>
1: Besides,
2: I'm afraid Mr. Duffy ain't gonna like this stuff.
0: Well, if he we don't, we can sell it to somebody else. Duffy ain't the only fly in the ointment. I'll, uh, I'll bet you that Cavendish, the undertaker, would buy this program in a minute. And there, I'll go along with you. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I'll give him a ring. Hello? Cavendish is undertaking parlor? Uh, who's this talking? A customer.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: well, uh... Oh, you just went to shopping.
1: <laughs> well,
0: uh, put Cavendish on, please. <laughs> Funny what some guys will do on a day off. <laughs> Hello, Cavendish? Aren't you? Look, I got a business proposition for you, uh, Cavendish. A radio program. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking about you for a long time. Yeah. He's been thinking about you for a long time, too. (laughs) Quiet, eh? Well, uh, see if you can hear this program in your mind's eye, Cavendish. It opens up, see? I come on and I say, Cavendish's caskets are best by test. Or ask the man who owns one. Please, Eddie. And then after that, we have soft organ music. Your theme song. Uh, Look for the silver lining.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Get it? <clears throat> well, then we go into a little schmouse to kind of put them in the mood for you, Cavendish. <clears throat> uh, with a quiver in me voice, I gently remind the radio audience that they ain't gonna live forever. And what makes this part so beautiful is that underneath it, A dog is quietly humming masses in the cold, cold ground. Yes, and that is very effective. Oh, thank you, Eddie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where was I, Camish? Oh, yes. Then in closing, I uh, prefaced the whole thing with a terrific punchline. I say, friends, tomorrow, part of time may be pounding his gavel. Why not see Cavendish today and beat the rap?
3: <laughs>
1: well, how
0: does it sound to you? Not enough laughs, huh? <laughs> well, uh... thanks, Cavendish. I'll call you back. Eddie, he's nuts about it. Uh-huh. Boy, this dog is going to be worth a million bucks to me.
2: you? But this dog belongs to Mrs. Finnegan.
0: Eddie, believe me, the dog would be better off with me. You know them family things never work out. Uh, wait a minute, here they come now. Uh, hello, Art. Oh, hi, Finnegan. Uh, Art, yeah, you remember Mr. DePoodle, don't you? Oh, sure. Uh, glad to see you again, Mr. DePoodle.
1: Oh, 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 oh!
0: Thank you. I think. <laughs> uh, look. Yeah, would you excuse me and Finnegan a minute? I'd like to have a word with him. Look, Finnegan, come here. Uh,
1: yeah,
0: Look, you're pretty fond of this dog, ain't you? Of course, sir. We're just like brothers. Naturally. And you want him to be happy, don't you? Well, sure. Then you gotta sell him to me, Finnegan. Why, I... Why? Because I can give him things. The material things that a dog needs. Things that you yourself never had. But, Art, you forget one thing I love him That's why you got the sacrifice for him, Finnegan You want him to point a paw at you someday and say But for that man, I could have had my own kennel Oh,
1: I see what you mean, and I think you're right Every dog should have his day How much will you give me for him?
0: Three bucks. All right, couldn't you make them just a little happier? Okay, I'll make it four bucks. Sorry, Arch. I... All right, $3.50. Now you're beginning to talk my language. <laughs> but you still got to keep going. Okay, two dollars $2.50. Two and a quarter. Two dollars.
2: Hey, wait a minute. Are we going in the right direction?
0: Finnegan, stop trying to welch. Here's the two bucks. Now go over there and tell Pierre that I'm his new owner.
2: Okay, Archie.
0: Well, Eddie, shake hands with the owner of radio's newest singing
2: sensation. Yeah, Mr. Archer, I've been thinking, do you think you can trust that dog standing in front of a microphone? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) What do you
0: mean, Eddie?
2: Well, a crazy dog like that is liable to say anything.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, we'll have to take the chance. <laughs> Hello? Uh yes, this is Archie. Huh? What's that, madam? You saw my picture in the paper with your dog. The dog was stolen. You're coming right down with a cop and throw me in jail. Hello? Uh,
1: what,
0: what's the matter? Eddie, what am I gonna do? I've been stuck with a hot dog. <clears throat>
2: yeah, well, you see, you can tell them you didn't really steal the dog. You was just acting as a fence.
0: (laughs) No, they'll never believe it. Look, Eddie, uh, what can they do do to you for that uh, dog napping?
2: Well, not much. they probably just send you to jail for a while. Jail? Well, yeah. You heard about them fellas trying to break out of Alcatraz? Yeah. They was just making room for you. (laughs) Oh, this is terrible!
0: Now, Finnegan, please. All I'm doing is trying to sell the dog back to you, and I'm willing to give you original two bucks plus four dollars besides. Make it three seventy-five. We ain't going through that again, I hope. Don't you understand? I'm giving you the dog back plus four dollars more. But, Arch, how can you make money that way? Crooked bookkeeping. (laughs) Now, please, here, take the four bucks. Yeah, but what'll I do with all that money? Who cares? Do anything with it. Take Pierre to the flea circus. Not me, Arch. I don't want them fleas jumping all over me. Well, then go after yourself into a dog show. I don't care. There's only one thing you gotta remember, though. If anybody asks you who owns the dog, you own them, not me. Oh, so there you are, Archie. Oh. Hello, Officer Clancy. The bottom of the bottle, see you. And the top of me might stick to you. Archie, you're under arrest. Just a minute. What's the charge? There's no charge. This one is on the house.
3: <laughs> Now,
0: wait a minute, Never mind the argument. I'm taking you to jail.
3: That's the man, officer. Where is my dog, you thief?
0: Now, just a second, madam. Are you
3: sure that I'm the man? Of course I am. Your picture was in the paper with the dog. Let me look at you. Yes. You were the one on the left. (laughs) Now, go ahead, officer. Go ahead, arrest him. And let's get out of here. This horrible place makes my flesh creep.
0: Well, it's too bad you can't get some but to creep up where it belongs.
1: <laughs>
0: now, look, Clancy, I'm trying to tell you, this talking dog don't belong to me.
3: Talking dog? Don't try to pull the wool over my eyes. I raised that dog from a small puppy.
0: Well, madam... And I've taken
3: good care of him for years, been just like a mother to him.
0: I know, lady. For five
3: years, he was never out of my sight. And I can tell you right now, officer, that I never once heard that dog talk.
0: He probably couldn't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> Look, lady, I'm trying to tell you I didn't steal your dog Well, Archie, if you didn't steal him Who did? Who? Archie, is there anything I can do for you? Finnegan, why don't you confess? Okay, Arch I did it Did what? I don't
1: know
0: (laughs) Then why are you confessing? Uh, what was the original question? who stole my dog. Madam, I didn't say that. I merely say to you that he has certain criminal tendencies. Now, wait a minute, Dutch. I have known Finnegan for a long time. But, Clancy, do you know the real Finnegan? The Finnegan behind that horrible mask? (laughs) The sneaky Finnegan? You know that paper towel rack in the back room that says, Rub, do not blot? Do you know the Finnegan that blots? (laughs) Oh, just a second. Oh, I know you're yeah. clever, Clifton. But I'm afraid this time they caught up with you. Look at him, Clancy. He's as guilty as the day is long. Look at his eyes. Look at the way they cross. Why do you think that is? Because they got to keep an eye on each other.
1: <coughs> and
0: look at them nervous shifty lines around the mouth. Arch, I'm chewing gum. A likely, sorry. <laughs>
3: my dog down oh Pierre I told you to stay under the table oh my poor little doggy! what have they done to you come to mommy and uh, why this isn't my dog
0: Huh? it ain't
3: no my dog had a white spot on his back
0: lady maybe we better get out of here before one of us goes nuts I'll see you later boys oh Finnegan I guess I got you out of that one didn't I Finnegan Speak to me. Just a second. <clears throat> Hello? Oh, look, Cavendish, you thought it over and you'd like to buy the radio show? But first you want to hear the dog sing. Uh, okay, I'll bring him right over. Look, Finnegan, I'll let you keep all the money I give you, plus I'll give you two bucks more if you give me back
1: Pierre.
0: I'm afraid this time it'll cost you ten bucks. Okay, you're robbing me, but here's the ten bucks. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. What was that last remark?
1: Oh, it's
2: nothing. What was it? Well, the Milley says on account of the way you double-crossed me, he'll never sing another note as long as he lives. <laughs> ow! Ow!
0: until we leave Duffy's Tavern for this week to return again, same time, same station, on our next time around. But right now, let's pay a visit to Roy Shields and company who are putting the finishing touches on their dress rehearsal in the adjoining studio. Let's give a listen, shall we? Kurt Weill is remembered best, perhaps, as the composer of such refreshing ditties as Speak Low for the Broadway success One Touch of Venus. Now, here are the orchestra and Roy Shield highlighting another of Mr. Wilde's brilliant works, this one from Knickerbocker Holiday and titled September Song. is a case where the word revived is synonymous with the word refreshed. Roy Shield and the orchestra take a recently revived old love song and make of it a refreshing moment of music. Written in 1926, this melody is now the theme of the motion picture 30 Seconds Over Tokyo, its sweetheart of all my dreams. Our thanks to Roy Shields' company for some mighty fine listening. Now it's about that time, so we'll just say don't forget next week, same time, for that familiar phone bell that tells us it's Duffy's Tavern, starring Ed Gardner as Archie the Manager.